Holy Spirit, fill this room. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Holy Spirit, we love you. We worship you. Have your way in this service on tonight. Father, I step back as you step forward. Speak through my vocal cords. Think through my mind. Have your way in this service. Father, I bind Satan and all his forces. I render them helpless and inoperative in this service. Your word will go forth unchecked and uninterrupted on tonight. And Father, I give you praise. I give you honor and all the glory for what you are about to do. Father God, I ask that you bless those that are watching by way of internet. Bless them, God, right there where they're at, in their living rooms, in their cars, on their jobs, wherever they may be, God, I ask that you bless them on tonight. That your word may go forth, God, and cause lives to be changed, God. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, I give you all praise, all honor, and all glory. Because you are the King of kings and Lord of lords. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending, the first and the last, that which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Father, we give you praise, honor, and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The presence of God is here tonight. The anointing is here tonight. And God will not make you do anything that you don't want to do. The Holy Spirit is here and wanting to help you. Whatever it is that you're going through tonight, you need to ask he said, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. To him that asketh, receiveth. And to him that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. The Holy Spirit is here tonight. Did you come expecting something tonight? Because if you didn't come expecting anything, you're going to get exactly what you come for, nothing. But if you come expecting something, you will receive. Amen? Thank you, Lord. I just want to say I give honor to God because without God, none of this would be possible. I wouldn't be standing here tonight. I thank God for this opportunity. And I thank God for Pastor Justin and Pastor Annette in their absence for allowing me the opportunity to be able to stand before each and every one of you. I don't take this lightly. It's a privilege. It's an honor that only comes from God. And I thank God for this opportunity. 
Hallelujah. For all of my friends and family that are watching by way of internet, whatever it is that you're asking God for, whatever you believe in God for, believe you receive and you shall have whatever it is that you say. So just sit back and expect to receive from God on tonight. God bless you. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, the boy. Hallelujah. They sang that song, Holy Spirit. Feel this room. He's here. He's here tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, before I get started, I want to read a word that, as I was preparing, that the Lord gave me. And it's a word that um, Dr. Savelle spoke, the apostle of this house, and my father in the gospel, Dr. Jerry Savelle. He spoke this on November the, 20, uh, November the 29th, 2020. And he said, don't fear the future because it's bright. Let me read that again. Say, don't fear the future because it's still bright. And I'll see you through each and every fight. So stay in faith. And watch what you say. That's very important that we as Christians have to watch what we say. That's very important. Speak only my word and I'll have my way. It's never my will for you to fail. It's always my will for you to prevail. So don't be moved by what you hear and see. This is how you enter into greater victories. Be bold and courageous and stay free from all fear. For 2021 is going to turn out to be a great year. I'll take you higher than you've ever been before. This is my promise. And made my promises and my promises are sure. So stay in, in my word and rest in me. For this is your year to be totally free. Amen. Hallelujah. This is for someone. And as I was studying for this word, you know, tonight, then I was reading through some notes and I ran across that. And I said, that go with exactly what I'm, I'm going to be talking about tonight. And, and tonight I want to talk to you about prayer. You know, we've been talking about um, living uncommon and I remember standing here the last time I spoke, I, I talked about Daniel and, and how Daniel prayed. The Bible said that Daniel prayed three times a day. Say he went up into his room and, and he faced Jerusalem and he prayed three times a day. And, and Daniel, he experienced, um, um, you could say, unexpected things, uncommon things. Amen? And so we as the body of Christ... We have to do what Jesus said do. We have to pray. Prayer should be a way of life for us. Amen. 
Prayer should be just like us getting up reading the word of God. Amen. Amen. So if you would go with me to Luke chapter 18 and verse 1. Luke chapter 18 verse 1. And I'm going to do just a little teaching. I mean, I know unless the Holy Spirit hit me and I get a little bit excited, then so be it. But I'm, I'm going to do what the Lord tell me to do, okay? Luke chapter 18, verse 1 says, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Can you put that up there in the Amplified, please? Luke 18, 1 in the Amplified. Also, Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward, faint, lose heart, and give up. So here we see what it means when you do stop praying. He says you turn coward. Huh? Or you could say you gave up. You quit praying about it. You fainted. You got weak. We as Christians, we can't give up. We can't stop praying. Amen? The Lord says that that's the opposite of continuing to pray. Amen? Now, I'm going to be establishing something. I want y'all to stay with me. Go with me now to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 17. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17. It says, pray without ceasing. Or we could say, pray without stopping. The New Living Translation says it this way. Never stop praying. The NIV translation says, pray continually. The New English translation says, constantly pray. And the Young's literal says, continually pray ye. So, let me ask you a question. Is this the master speaking? This is not a trick question. Is this the master? Is this the head of the church speaking to us? Telling us that we ought always to pray. Huh? He said, pray without ceasing. Now, obviously, you don't pray with every breath that, that you take. It's not one long, unceasing prayer 24-7. You have to um, sleep part of the time. You're eating part of the time. You're you're getting dressed part of the time. You, you have to work part of the time. So what is he saying? Huh? So what is, he, what is he talking about here? Prayer is a way of life. Huh? We pray without stopping. In other words, you don't pray today and then you go days and weeks and months before praying again. 
He said, pray without ceasing. Pray always. We, we got to pray. We can't stop. You can't pray today and then for something that's going on in your life. And then you, you wait days and weeks and months and then you pray again. You can't do that. He said, men ought always to pray. Pray without ceasing. Prayer is a way of life. And we pray as a matter of lifestyle. Amen? Amen. Now, the Bible tells us, it says that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Now, I've given you two, and I'm going to give you the third one. Go with me with to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. And it reads, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance. Okay, now I want to read that in the Amplified also. Can we put that up in the Amplified? It says, pray at all times, on every occasion, in every season, and in the spirit, with all manner of prayer. Or some translations say, in, with all kinds of prayer. And, you know, Dr. Savelle talks about that in his prayer, uh, in his book, The Prayer Petition, talking about the different kinds of prayer. Amen. Prayer of entreaty. He said, to that end, keep alert and watch with strong purpose and perseverance, interceding in behalf of all the saints. Now, the New Living Translation says it this way. Pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. When I thought about, and be persistent. If you go back to Luke chapter 18, you know the story about the unjust judge where there was a widow woman that came to the unjust judge and asked him to avenge her of her adversary. And the Bible say, but he would not for a while. But it was her persistent. It was her that just keep coming, keep coming. He said, because this woman troubleth me, I'm going to avenge her of her adversary. Because she troubled me. She was persistent. She was constant. She kept going to him. Look, when we praying to God for something in our life, we need God to move in our life. Whether it's something in our physical body, we, we need uh, healing in our body. We can't pray one time and just stop. We have to keep going to the Father. And you know, it's at that, it's at that time when you sleep at night. You wake up and you mm, wait a minute. That pain I had is gone. See, you, you don't know when God's gonna, gonna heal you of that, 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 that you're believing for. So we gotta keep praying to God. Amen? Amen. Let me ask you a question. How can we pray for all saints. It would take faith and supernatural ability in the spirit-filled life 
which cannot be done naturally. Let me stop right there. I remember, and I had a I had a dream that uh, my daughter, baby, died while she was pregnant. She was getting ready to give birth, and the baby died. I had God showed it to me. Satan was trying to kill her baby. And the umbilical cord were wrapped around the baby's neck. And so I woke up. And I remember hearing Miss Carolyn teach on praying in the spirit. I got up and I went into my study and I got on my knees. I said, God, I don't know what this is. But you know. And I got out the Bible and I went to uh, um, Romans chapter 8 and verse 26. We're talking about the spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And I began to pray according to the perfect will of God. And I remember the next day calling my daughter and I, I said, hey, what's going on? How are you doing? She said, oh, daddy, uh, yesterday, no, last night I, I, I didn't feel my baby moving. And, and I, I, I had to go to the, I thought I had to go to the hospital because I didn't feel him moving. She said, but, but he, I, he's all right. He, I, I felt him moving. I interceded on her behalf. Come on, y'all. I'm telling you, it's people that you can intercede for right now. When God tells you to get up, you better get up and pray. Come on. If Jesus needed to pray, we need to pray. Come on, somebody. Say, if Jesus needed to pray, I need to pray. We need to pray. Jesus prayed, and I'm going to show you this. He prayed before he became all-knowing. And I'm going to show you that too. Did Jesus pray a little bit or a lot? Turn with me, if you would, to Mark chapter 1, verse 35. I'm just teaching a little bit tonight. Because I really believe we as Christians got to get back on our knees. Amen. We got to get back to praying, y'all. When you look around you and see everything that's going on, it's because we're not doing what we're supposed to do. I was talking to my neighbor today and I, would, I asked him, I said, you, know, you heard about these young boys going by and breaking in people's cars. They're not really breaking in. They're just going by, checking the doors. If they unlock, they're going in, taking everything they got. And I said, he got me. And I told I prayed. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about prayer tonight. I got on my knees. I prayed to God. I said, God, reveal to me who this is. I said, I don't know who it is, but you know who it is. I said, and I want to know, God, show me who it is. Some people came to my house and said, did you, did you see anybody over here? I said, no. I said, we got a, a, a picture and showed me a picture of a guy in a, a black hoodie and told me who he was. I prayed about it. God showed me. The guy was coming by my house in the car. Hey, 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 hey. I stopped him. I did. See, God gives you some boldness, too. You have to have boldness when you know God on the inside of you. I stopped him. I said, hey, excuse me. I said, "Uh, I heard you uh, went into my truck and took some time. Oh, it wasn't none of me. It was my friend. I said, oh, it was your friend. Oh, yeah, he stay around the corner, and his mama, his mama put him out the house, and he can't stay there no more. See, God will show you, y'all. You got to pray. Huh? 
I know that's funny, that's laughable, but I'm talking about prayer, y'all. What is it that you need to know? God will show you. I asked God to show me. And then I saw him yesterday. I said, come here, hey, come here, come here. Come over. I need to talk to you. He was car was on flat. I said, you need some air? I'll give you some air. I got a pump right here. Oh, no, and his dad or somebody will follow him. So he said he's going to come back. I ain't talked to him yet, but I'm going to talk to him. Yeah, I am. I'm just going to love on him. Let him know, man, God love you, man. You keep doing this, somebody's going to kill you, or you going to prison for life. I said, that's not the will of God for you. Come on, y'all. We got to try to get these people saved. I'm praying to God that he stop all of that stuff in our neighborhoods. We can do that. The church is not praying like they used to pray to stop all of this. Lady walked by my house today and she said, she said, uh, Brother Vic said, we got to go to praying. I said, ma'am, you sure right. I said, we got to pray. See, we can stop all of this. How? We got to pray. Jesus said, men ought always to pray. Pray without ceasing. Amen? Amen. Mark chapter 1, verse 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. Now, it say, in the morning, rising up a great while before day. Jesus got up hours before day. Amen. And he went out and departed into a solitary place, a place of no distraction. Amen. I looked up Noah in Noah Webster's 1828. It says uh, solitary is a is living alone. It says not having company destitute to forsake or deprive Jesus was all alone come on y'all stay with me glory to God he went out and into a solitary place and there he prayed he who Jesus come on say with me if Jesus needed to pray we need to pray Come on, y'all. If Jesus needed to pray, we need to pray. Amen. Glory to God. Then it said he got up and went out before anybody could bother him and prayed. Did he pray? I said, did he pray? All right. He must have known that he needed to pray. And I'm going to show you that he did. If he needed to pray... We need to pray. Glory to God. And Jesus needed to pray. In Luke chapter 6, verse 40, you don't have to turn there. It says, the servant is not above his master. But everyone that is perfect, perfected, or you could say developed, shall be as his master. Now, we want results like Jesus had. Amen. Right? But you want to be you won't be able to get the results that Jesus got unless you do 
what Jesus did. Oh, come, I'm finna, some of y'all ain't gonna like this. Now, the Bible said he, he got up a great while before day. A great while before day. He's not up watching TV at midnight. He's not up watching TV. And he got up a great while before day. Some of us is, haven't even turned over yet. Are you willing to get up in the wee hours of the night? Come on, y'all. And go and be with the Father. It's what Jesus did. I, I believe that's what it said, though. He got up a great while before day. Are you willing to do what Jesus did? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Sometimes God be trying to wake us up late at night and uh, we don't want to get up. You know, God say, get up and I want to talk to you. I'm guilty. God can't this wait till in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning. Lord, I can't this wait a while. I ain't the only one did it. Some of y'all did it too. <laughs> Amen. But God wanted to talk to us. Amen. Yes, Glory to God. Now, we all want to get results just like Jesus got. We all do. That's not, I mean, that's not a thing, you know. But like I said, we don't want to do what the master did. We don't want to do it. You have to be willing to do what Jesus did in order to get results like Jesus got. Amen. You have to do what he did. Now, he's doing all this as a man. Amen. He's not doing this as God. He's not operating in omniscient, knowing everything. Amen. Or he wouldn't have to seek God. Why would he have to seek God if he already know everything? Come on. The Bible says when he was baptized in the river Jordan, he came up out of the water praying, praying. This is Jesus, the head of the church. And the spirit came on him in the bodily shape and form as a dove. Amen. And he was anointed with the spirit and immediately he began to see mighty works happen in his life. Amen. But it didn't happen prior to that. If he's operating as God, the anointer doesn't need to be anointed. Can you see this? But since he did like Philippians said, oh, he emptied himself. He laid aside his mighty weight and his power and glory and became as other Men. He became as other men. Glory to God. So, then he'd have to be anointed to do these kind of things to make them happen. And so Jesus is giving us 
an example of how to live and how to function. He's doing this as a man. Say this with me. I can pray like Jesus prayed. And I can hear from the Father like Jesus heard from the Father. And I can hear from heaven like he heard from heaven. You can do that. But ladies and gentlemen, we got to do what Jesus did. Amen? We have to pray. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Amen? We're talking about prayer, y'all. We are to use our mind and use our understanding, but we are not to be led by, let it, let it lead us. Our, our mind and our understanding is not to lead us. When it comes time to making a decision, we don't base our decision on analysis, logic, reason, or statistics. We are to be led by the spirit. Let me ask you something. You go in a hospital, you better be led by the spirit. You better know who's cutting on you if you're having surgery. You better seek God because if they go in and, oh, uh, I think if we take this out, that, that, that might be the one. Let me see. You better know what you're doing. You want a husband, you better get, you want to get married. You better be led by the spirit. God, is this the one or not the one? God, is this the house to buy or not the house to buy? God, is this the car that I'm supposed to get or not? Huh? Don't be led by your mind and your understanding. You better be led by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Luke 6, 12 said, It came to pass in those days that he, Jesus, went out into a mountain to do what? Pray, pray, talking about prayer. He, Jesus went out to pray. If Jesus needed to pray, we need to pray, y'all. If, if Jesus needed to pray, I need to pray. Do you see this? It's saying Jesus prayed as a man, not as God. Amen. And on this occasion, he continued all night in prayer to God all night you know and and think about it they probably they didn't have electricity but you know they they probably had those uh kerosene lanterns or something with oil in it and they lighted at night they they probably went to bed early at night and and they probably got up before daylight you know and, and so it's talking about Jesus rose up a great while before day huh he started this out, he started this without question, hours before day. Hours before day. And he got out there praying. Now, I'm gonna ask, isn't this the Son of God? Huh? Why do you need to pray for hours? And you've already said he's functioning as a man, right? Well, he's not praying over sin in his life, is he? 
because there's none. Amen? And so, yet he's praying to the Father. For hours, he's praying for direction. You know, he's praying all night. Why would Jesus need to pray all night? I'm talking about Jesus praying, y'all. This, this is Jesus, the master, the head of the church, praying. Amen? Why would he need to pray for hours? He said, pray and don't quit. Didn't he? Don't faint. Why would he need to pray? It's not because he have to beg God for anything. Let me tell you why he had to pray. Because we're on an earth that is fallen. Amen. We're on an earth that is cursed and dark. And he said in Ephesians chapter 6, and he said that, just go there, go with me to Ephesians chapter 6, if you would. Glory to God. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. He said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. What's the issue? Hmm. The enemy will try to hinder you. Amen. Paul said in Second Thessalonians two eight. I mean, in Thessalonians two eighteen. Paul himself said, I would have come to you more than once, but Satan hindered us. He said, Satan hindered us. I would have come to you more than once, but Satan hindered us. Is Paul a strong man? He wrote over two-thirds of the New Testament. Paul is very strong. Notice what he didn't say, though. He didn't say he stopped him. Huh? Don't quit. If you pray for an hour, you don't get the answer, don't quit. You pray for three hours, you don't get the answer, don't quit. Well, you don't understand. I prayed yesterday quite a while, man, and I I just prayed and prayed. Well, if you prayed yesterday and you didn't get the answer, pray today. Don't quit. Pray till you get the answer. Can you hear from God? Absolutely. God said, my sheep know my voice. How many sheep do we have in here? Here's one right here. Oh, so you can hear his voice. Amen. You can hear him. Glory to God. Now, in Luke chapter 6, verse 12, it talked about he came to... uh, It came to pass in those days that he went out into a a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer. Why did he do this? I want to show you something. Verse 13 says, and when it was day, hmm, when it was day, he did something. He called unto him his disciples. And of them, he chose 12 whom also he named apostles. 
Woo! Y'all, y'all stay with me now. The night before, they were just disciples. But that next morning, after praying all night long, Jesus got a list. And he went out early that morning and started naming names. Peter, James, John, all these the apostles of the Lamb. He started calling them by name and they came forth. He named the 12 apostles. How did he do that? He spent all night seeking directions from the Lord. Do y'all get this? If Jesus needed to pray, oh, somebody ought to talk to me. We need to pray. If Jesus needed to pray, I need to pray. Come on, can y'all see this? Am I in the book? This is the word. This is not Vic. This is the Bible. Amen? Jesus got 12 out of 12. He got them all exactly right. He chose 12 disciples. Wow. The scripture said he became like other men. Now he is functioning in omniscient, all knowing. Why would he need to pray all night long? There would be no need for him to pray um, all night long. There would be no need um, if he's functioning as a as a man. I mean, as God. But obviously, he's functioning as a man, anointed by the Holy Spirit. Thank God he has given us that same spirit. Justin, you got that same spirit in you. It's in you. It's in me. It's in you, Adrian. That same spirit. And Pastor Phil talked on Sunday about God don't dwell in this building made with hands, but our bodies, we are the temple. We are where God dwells. Amen. We, 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 we where he dwells. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for the blood. Because of the blood, you can pray as though you have never sinned. Amen. You're either washed or you're not. You're either clean or you're not. Come on. Do y'all see this? Thank God for the blood. Thank God for washing us and cleansing us so that we can approach the throne of grace boldly like we ought, like we got a right to be there Because by the blood, we do. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 4, 16 says, let us come boldly before the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy in time of need. We can go boldly before the throne. We don't need nobody to, no sacrifices for us to go before the throne. Why? Because of the blood. There was one who knew no sin. That was made to be sin. 
that we might be made the righteousness of God. Not that I was good enough because I wasn't. He chose me. I didn't choose him because I was running. But God chose me. How many of you know God is a master and making champions out of nobodies? Oh, I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody. Glory to God. If you would, let's go to James chapter 5, verse 13. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Now, this is what God told me to teach on tonight. And I'm like, God, I don't know. And he said, do it. And, and gave me confirmation. So I know this is for somebody. You need to pray. If Jesus needed to pray, we need to pray. I need to pray. You need to pray. Amen. James chapter 5, verse 13. Now, it says, is any sick among you? Is any sick among you? Is, I'm sorry, forgive me. Is any among you afflicted? I'm sorry. Is any among you afflicted? This word afflicted here simply means uh, afflicted if you're going through tests and trials. Is any of you that's going through tests and trials? Now watch what he said. This is personal. Watch what he said. Let him pray. Him who? Him that is afflicted. Are you afflicted? He said, let him pray. He didn't say let the pastor pray. He didn't say call your friend and let them pray for you. He said, is any afflicted, let him pray. The afflicted. This is personal. This is something that you need to do for yourself. Amen. However, pastor can pray for you. Your friend, your mom can pray for you. But here he's saying, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. So you ought to pray for yourself if you're afflicted, going through tests and trials. Then he say, is any Mary? You happy? Is anybody happy? Amen. Then he said, let him sing songs. I'm happy. Sing, Eric. I'm happy. Sing. <laughs> huh? No, he said, is any happy? You sing. You sing. Don't have somebody to do for you what you can do. And, and think about this. We all can sing. We may not be all we all of us may not be able to record, but we all can sing. Now I know if some of you at home, y'all walking around with the vacuum cleaning, singing and praising God, you you're in the shower, you're singing, you you're in the tub, you're singing. Right? So he said, if you're happy, sing. Amen. Glory to God. Now, this in the 14th verse is a little bit different. He said, this is if you can't uh, pray. Is any among you, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Now, this is something different. You sick, 
and you can't pray, then call for the elders of the church. Now, I hope none of you ever be like this, but I was like that before. I'm talking about I was in so much pain, I couldn't pray, Pastor Phil. I couldn't pray. Tears coming down my eyes. I'm crying. And God, you got to take this pain away from me. I can't pray. But he said, call for the elders of the church. I did what he said. And they came over, Adrian, and they laid their hand on my head. And instantly the pain left. When you do what God say do, you get results like God say. Amen. Glory to God. This is when you can't pray. Call for the elders of the church and let them pray, pray, pray over him. Huh? Come on. Do y'all see this? Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if any have committed sins, they shall be forgiven. Is this the Bible? Do you believe the word of God? Verse 16 say, confess your faults one to another and pray, pray, pray. Huh? Men are always to pray, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Huh? Say pray. Glory to God. And pray for one another that you may be healed, the effectual fervent Prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And this word fervent, it means powerful and effective. You could read it like this. The effective, effectual, powerful prayer of a righteous man accomplishes much. That's another word for that word availeth is accomplish. It accomplishes much. You could read it like this. The effectual, effective prayer of a righteous man accomplishes much. Prayer, 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 pray, 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 pray. Prayer accomplishes much. Huh? Come on, y'all. Prayer accomplishes much. You sit back and just wait on somebody to pray for you, you ain't going to get nothing. He tell us to pray. Men ought to always pray. Men ought to pray. Pray without ceasing. Don't stop. Huh? The Amplified Version said, can you put that up to James 5, chapter 16 in the Amplified? It says, confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins. And pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to spirit, to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer, pray, of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Wow. Prayer, prayer makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. If Jesus needed to pray, we need to pray. Come on, somebody. I need to pray. You need to pray. Amen. We got to pray. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not something that we do today and say, 
Well, we just, oh, well, I, I, I'm just going to wait and see what he do. And then don't pray for days or weeks or months at a time. No, we got to pray every day. He said men ought always to pray. Every day, pray. Pray every day. Come on, somebody. Say this with me. Every day, pray. Pray every day. That's what we need to do. We need to do it. If the Bible tells us we need to do it, then that's what we need to do. Glory to God. Two more scriptures and I'm closing. And I'm going to give you an example of somebody that prayed. This next very next verse, verse 17, it says Elias, which was talking about Elijah, who was one of the prophets. You know, and Elijah was a man, the Bible says, subject to like passions as we are. And he prayed, prayed, prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. Wow. One man prayed and changed the whole atmosphere that it didn't rain for, for three years and six months. Hmm. If Elijah can do that, you can do it. I, I, amen. Oh, it got quiet then. If, but, but you're not going to do it just, oh, I'm going to pray. Lord, thank you. I know, God, you're going to stop this rain. Thank you in Jesus' name. And No, it's going to take some time like Jesus did. Getting up hours before daybreak and praying unto the Father. Glory to God. Look what the next verse say, says. And he prayed, pray, pray. And he prayed again and the heaven gave rain. And the earth brought forth fruit, brought forth her fruit. Wow. Pray it again. Do anybody believe this? Do anybody believe the Bible? This is the word of God, ladies and gentlemen. This is not, I'm reading word for word what God said. This is God speaking. Now, do you believe the book? Huh? Glory to God. I believe it. This is what God wanted me to talk to you tonight about. This thing going on in our world right now that we can cause a stop right now. One shall put a thousand to flight and two shall put ten thousand. What if all of us in here come together and begin to pray the will of God over the earth? God said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, seek my face and pray, pray. Then will I hear from heaven and heal their land. All of this killing, killing was ceased. All of this hatred in our world will cease. But we got to do what God say do. Amen. Mark, in Mark chapter 11, and we know it all, all know that, where he talks about you shall say unto this mountain. What is your mountain? What are you dealing with today? What is your mountain? Is it sickness in your body? Your children out of control? Finances? What is it? You shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and cast into the sea, 
And if you doubt not in your heart, but believe those things which you say, you shall have what you say. Therefore, when you pray, 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 believe, and you shall have whatsoever you say. Not what I say, not what the pastor say, not what the news media say. You shall have what you say. What are you saying? What's the words coming out of your mouth? Are you speaking words of life? Are you speaking words of death? In Proverbs, he said that his words are life to those that find them. Proverbs chapter 4. And he said that they are medicine to all our flesh. Do you believe it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Pray, ladies and gentlemen. Pray. Prayer should be a way of life. We are the church. We are the ecclesia. We are the church. We can pray until things happen. You know, I think about it. Pastor Justin called a prayer meeting. And chairs should be full. But when he called a prayer meeting, Pastor Eric, you get a handful of people show up for prayer. Have prayer in Sunday morning. Only a handful of people come. That let me know everybody's not praying. Pray. Did the master of the church say that we men ought always to pray? Is these the words of the master? The head of the church, did he say that we ought to pray without ceasing? Amen? I'm not saying this. I'm saying what he said. Amen? Glory to God. Did you receive this tonight? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. At this time, I'm going to turn it over to Eric, Pastor Eric. I thank you all once again for allowing me this opportunity to come and speak to you. And I just pray to God that I, someone was touched. You know, maybe you have not been praying like you ought to pray. But it's not too late. Just start. You know, God wakes us up at, at, at all times of the hour. And, and I, I can tell you, I remember when I was working and we were working hours. I mean, 10, 12 hours a day. And my wife would tell you, she would get up some nights and she would come in there and she'd say, and I was going to Bible school too. And I'd still be up like 2 in the morning or something. I had to be at work at 6. And she would come in there and she said, babe, uh, you know what time it is? And I said, what time is it? And I look, I said, oh, I said, I need, I need to get ready to go to bed. When you get in the spirit, you get caught up communing with the Father. And you forget about time because you're communing with the Father. You know, when, when, you, when you've prayed five minutes and it seemed like it's been an hour or two, you're in the flesh. You're not in the spirit yet. 
You, you look at your watch and you say, oh, I thought it, it's just only been five minutes. You're in the flesh. You're not in the spirit yet. Amen. That's how Jesus was able to pray all night because he was in the spirit. And when he looked around and he said, oh, wait, the sun's coming up because he was communing with God. He was in the spirit. He lost track of time. When you get in the spirit, you lose track of time. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much.